fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable, a roundtable of one today. Um, I don't know what that says about me. Am I? I am the round roundtable. Um, so yeah, Scott Switzer here, the Clydesdale. Um, I guess I'll just start talking about what's going on in my life. Maybe some of my co-hosts will join. Maybe they won't. But we do have a. We're gonna try live call-in number. Um, so I'm going to throw that up there. There you go. Um, don't know how well it'll work. Uh, this will be, if someone calls, it'll be the first time that I'm doing it using the, our system. So, um, but there it is live calling number. If you feel like calling in, uh, that'll be fun. So anyway, uh, just got back from CrossFit Polaris. Um, been working out in the garage a lot lately because, um, of the, uh, because of the wildfire smoke here in, um, in Ohio has really been wreaking havoc with my asthma. So, uh, went into the gym today, tried to up the intensity, made it through the entire wad. And then shortly thereafter, asthma attack came down, tapped me on the shoulder, let me know it is still here and still around. Um, but it was a really good workout. Um, it was, we did some strength with some waves of cleans, um, some three, two ones waves where we went like 60, 65, 70, 65, 70, 75, and then 70, 75, 80. And then you had three minutes to, um, do a build to a heavy single, uh, in that three minutes, uh, not one rep max, but just, um, get to a heavy single. Then the workout was 10 rounds. Got to love those 10 rounders, right? Uh, 10 rounds of three clean and jerks and 20 double unders. So essentially it is grace stopping every third rep to do 20 double unders in the middle of it. Um, it is sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Uh, about fifth round caught, came up, caught me, um, but I made it through the, I made it through all 10 rounds. Um, RX was 135.95, just like Grace. And um, yeah, so it was super sneaky. Came up about fifth round. I was starting to feel it. Uh, then you get to like round eight and you're like, okay, I got three to go. I can get through three rounds of anything. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good one. Definitely uh, got the sweat going, got the heart rate up and uh was doing really good cleaning up. I was cleaning up my weights, uh, putting everything away. And all of a sudden the asthma attack came on. I uh, got out to the parking lot and, uh, yeah, did what I needed to do to, to kind of keep going through that asthma attack and drove home. And now everything's fine. Um, everything just kind of calmed down. Once I got home, got some deep breathing in. Um, and I actually made it through without an inhaler. 
uh, just more like deep breathing, uh, getting outside in the cooler air because it is a little cooler here in Ohio today. We had a nice rainstorm yesterday to knock down some of that smoke, knock down a ton of that pollen, um, which I thought that was going to be my avenue to a good, intense workout today. But uh, that that didn't happen. It snuck up on me pretty good. So uh, if you guys want to talk about your workouts, throw them in the chat or give us a call right there in the live call-in number. We can talk about things you've done today. Um, something else that's going on this weekend, and we're going to get into more depth on Thursday night's Thursday night CrossFit talk show. Uh, Masters Fitness Championships uh, have started their qualifying workouts this weekend. Um, I was just talking to Jamie before I got, came on the air. She knocked out workout one um, and is going to try to do workout two later today if her grip comes back. Um, but yeah, that's coming on. We love our Masters athletes. Um, and if any of you are doing the master's fitness championship qualifiers, we'd love to hear from you. We are going to do a more in-depth dive into the qualifiers this Thursday, uh, this Thursday night at eight o'clock. Um, we're trying to, I'm efforting Colleen or, uh, sure. Uh, I'm efforting, um, Carlene Matthews, uh, who, participated in the Big Fish Foundation this past weekend. So we're going to just have a short chat with her. We're going to talk about the Masters Fitness Collective and we're going to rank training camps um, based on their performance at semifinals. Uh, we are knee deep into the research of that. Um, and so, yeah, we are going to dive into training camps, how they did at semifinals um, the base stat we're looking at right now is how many qualifiers each of them had, uh, what was their average place of finish, um, things like that. And then, then Jamie and I are going to just with our own eyes and analysis, rank the top five training camps, um, after all of our research is done. So if you want to prepare for that Thursday night, take a look at the training camps. Um, there's a lot of them now, um, doing this research and diving in, uh, you realize there are a lot of different camps out there. Um, some are much smaller than others, uh, but there's a lot going on in the CrossFit space with camps. So that's something we are looking on doing this Thursday night. In addition to that, um, we are going to have a couple people on this week. Uh, we have scheduled Abby Domit, um, who will be on Wednesday afternoon at one o'clock Eastern, I think two o'clock Eastern, two o'clock Eastern, one o'clock Central. Um, she qualified for her first CrossFit Games. We have been talking to Abby for two years uh, through our semifinal series. And so it's really exciting to see that she made it into um, the CrossFit Games. Thursday, we're going to talk to Tristan Parker. Um, Tristan is Kelly Baker's coach. He also coaches Hattie Canyo. Um, Savannah, uh, her last name escapes me at the moment. It's, it begins with an A. Um, and, uh, Madison McElhaney, as well as, um, there's a guy he coaches and he got a team to the games this year. Uh, he's kind of the new kid on the block. Ascent, um, is a new program out there. He's kind of the new kid out there and he's making a name for himself very, very quickly. 
Um, so we're going to have him on, talk about that, talk about his quick rise to fame in the CrossFit space. And then finally on Friday, after our show Thursday night with uh, Jamie and I's CrossFit talk show, then Friday we are going to have um, we are going to have Kelly Benfee on. She lives in Wisconsin. She was on a team in New Zealand and competed in Australia uh, at semifinals with her team, and they ended up taking second, and she qualified for the CrossFit Games. Her first ever CrossFit Games. She's been to every CrossFit Games in Madison because she lives in Wisconsin as a spectator. This will be her first time there as an athlete, uh, and it's going to be so fun to kind of hear that journey. And uh, yeah, and he's going to hear that journey and um, all the fun stuff they did at Torian that I think needs to be spread across some other semifinals. And yes, all the new kids on the block jokes are flying in. Uh, NKO, NKOTB, um, he's hanging tough. Uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. Um, and so, yeah, and Corey, yeah, Kelly did a lot of traveling. She actually is a partner in a physical therapy practice. Her partner, covered like her shifts for her to go and stay in New Zealand for two different shifts while she was down there. I think the good news for her is she's not going back to New Zealand to train. They're coming here because she lives in Wisconsin. The games are in Wisconsin and then they'll be traveling to her this time. But yeah, she did two long stints in New Zealand training with um, her team. So yeah. Good stuff. So uh, other things going on in my life are that my daughter has a new job. I, I've talked about that a few times on here. Um, she is currently trying to figure out how, when and how to move to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, and so we're doing a lot of that planning with her. Um, I, she's actually going to go stay with my mom in Pennsylvania, uh, about 90 minutes north of Pittsburgh, uh, to try to get closer uh, her boyfriend actually got a job in Pittsburgh as well. He's going to start working and making that drive every day ugh, uh, from my mom's house down to Pittsburgh um, while they're figuring out apartments and stuff like that. And they hope to be in their apartment um, just before my daughter starts uh, mid-July on her new job with United Steelworkers, um, is a photographer for their social media and marketing department. So. Um, Super exciting stuff going on there. Um, other than that, this weekend, I actually took some time to kind of recharge the battery um, after all the traveling uh, to semifinals and then the stuff going on with my daughter. Um, the weekend we got back, um, we were doing some stuff there. And then this weekend, I just, I just vegged out big time. Watched a couple movies, binge watched a TV show. Um, so I watched the movie Flamin' Hot on Disney. Uh, pretty good, funny, interesting, uh, inspiring little movie there about the janitor who invented the Flamin' Hot Cheeto, um, which, man, I got to say, I love. Um, but they, it, it's kind of the story of him and how he created that flavor um, and the steps he took to get noticed um, and where he is today with the Frito-Lay company. Um, and then I binge watched the show Platonic and got caught up to where they are now live. 
and that's the Seth Rogen um, show on Apple TV. Uh, kind of a little bit of a slow starter, but once it got rolling, it got really funny. Um, highly recommend Platonic on Apple Plus. And then I watched Wakanda Forever and A Man Named Otto um, this weekend. So, yeah, my wife and I pretty much just vegged out, uh, recharged all the batteries, watched some TV, watched some movies, did a little bit of stuff around the house and in the yard. Um, but for the most part, I uh, took it easy for a weekend after all the traveling and everything that's been going in our lives and um, trying to just recharge that battery so that I can do more of this, uh, more shows, more all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, super exciting stuff. So, Corey, I know that you've talked about doing some uh, qualifiers this year. Are you doing the Masters Fitness Championship qualifiers? And I'll take a minute for that. Um, Jamie actually put up her her workout one on YouTube. She almost broke the workout. Um, she got to the last the last um, thing on the paper um, and wasn't quite able to get through that last thing. So. Um, so yeah, so, uh, crazy stuff there. Uh, she is super fit. Her engine is amazing. Um, so we're going to try a live calling. Here we go. Caller. Can you hear me? Hey Scott. What's up, Corey? Uh, um, so we just got back from vacation <laughs> literally yesterday. So I have not had. I'm already signed up for the for the qualifiers for MFC. Um, I get to coach at 5:30, and then I'm gonna knock the first one out uh, tonight after I coach the burpee box jump and toe to bar one. Um, it's an interesting rep scheme. We just add one to eat to each movement as we go. Uh, I'm sure Jamie probably absolutely smashed it. Um, I was talking to my friend Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Eat World. And uh, he got 13 or so toes to bore into the round of 16, something like that. But that dude's incredibly fit. I did not expect to get that far. <laughs> so I, I, let me look at what Jamie put sent me. Um, I watched her workout. She got far. She almost oh, broke the sure. workout. Um, she got into the uh, 20 toes to bar. Jesus she, Christ. She finished the 20 toes to bar uh, and got into the burpee box jump overs. Um, 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 let, me, let me back that up. I'm reading Jeremy's text right now. He got 17 burpee box jumps plus 13 of the 18 toes to bar. So into the round of 18. So he's hot on Jamie's heels as far as that's concerned. Um, burpee box jumps, not a bad thing for me. The toes to bar is going to be okay until it won't be. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Um, the the second one, the one I'm doing tomorrow, is going to be interesting because we cannot change our own weights. Excuse me, we have to change our own weights. We can't have help changing our own weights. So uh, uh, fill me in because Jamie hasn't sent me that one. Um, I have not paid attention to those workouts. Thirty seconds, shoulder uh, ground to overhead, 
with 95 with 30 seconds. Bear with me, Scott. I'm, I'm pulling. I'm pulling it. Actually, I'm just pulling it up. Uh, is that Thirty seconds. Is it max weight? Max rep? So thirty seconds of going overhead, ninety-five, sixty-five for max reps, right? Okay. Um, rep thirty seconds, and then a minute of ground to overhead at one thirty-five, eighty-five. Rest thirty seconds, then ninety seconds at one fifty-five. Rest thirty seconds, and you got two minutes at one eighty-five, one twenty-five. Um, that one is going to be a lot better for me. As far as that's concerned, the barbell, uh, is my friend. <laughs> yeah. That's just, um, it's just, well, it's and and you, the reps count the same on the, on the first round as it does on the last round. Yeah. So, so here's the, here's the twist that they did put in there that I thought was interesting. So, um, at any time, I think it's at any time, it might be just during the, the last one. Yeah. At any point, so this, there's a tiebreaker. Athletes may choose to cease performing ground to overhead reps and instead perform bar facing burpees at any point. So if you get stuck on the 155, or if you get stuck on the 185, right, where you're just like, I can't move this anymore, you can just start doing bar facing burpees wow. to use as a tiebreaker. Or if you start to get to where you like, you know, you you a minute into the last two minutes say, and you're just like, I'm dusted, right? There's no way I can keep doing this. You can start doing more, more or if you know you, you know, 185 is, is up there. I guess some of the Masters athletes, maybe that that's kind of, you know, a weight that they necessarily can't move all that well. For me, luckily, I'm, I, I can move that one fairly, fairly decently. But if you get to that point and you're just like, I know I can't get any more, you can just start doing more facing burpees. Now, they don't count as much. So, like, say you you know by the time you get to the 185, you're done, right? No, I mean, you start doing bar face and burpees. And I get to the 185, and just for argument's sake, we both do 10. My 10, my 10 clean and jerks are going to be – are going to count heavily, more heavily than your 10 bar face and burpees or your 11 bar face and burpees because I did clean jerks and you did bar face and burpees. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, and then, then you have the strategy, do you go snatch early, um, just to like knock them out quick and then switch to clean jerk. Um, yeah, that's, it's interesting. That's going to be, that'd be a fun one to watch a little bit. Yeah. There's probably gonna be a lot of strategizing. I know for me, if I, if I, if I go snatch for 30 seconds at 195, my heart rate is going to be way more jacked than if I did clean and jerks because that, you know, even that slight pause for the front rack to get it up, it's just going to work better, a whole lot better for me than if I just try to snatch. So if I just try to snatch the 95 for 30 seconds, like the 30 seconds that I'm going to have of rest, I'm going to be able to change my weights because my, my heart's going to be uh, pounding so good. Uh, so it's a little bit of pacing, a little bit of strategizing beforehand saying, okay, this is, what I can think I can do. And then once the actual weight starts getting on there, you only better move as fast as you can move. Uh, yeah. So, know. so like Randy's my, one of my favorite workouts, probably my second favorite workout. I'm not mad at Randy. And so like, I would be all over snatching till I couldn't. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's what your wheelhouse is. Uh, by all means, go for it. I just know for me, 
um, that 95, I can move really, really efficiently with a, a clean and jerk and it, without getting too blown up to where I have enough time to change my weights and then go on to the, the 135. And then, so my grace is, I got a sub two grace just here recently. Um, so that won't be terrible necessarily with the, you know, the minute I got to, to clean and jerk, uh, Steady singles is what I'm thinking just from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then put that down because, you know, the 155 is coming up and then the 185. And then I think by the time I get to the 185, it's just going to be set up, lift, jerk, breathe, set up, lift, jerk, breathe, and kind of go on and on from there. So what kind of vacation did you have? And are you going to be in any shape to do these workouts? Yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um no we went to uh orange beach alabama um i dropped into uh crossfit anchor down down there um they follow mayhem programming uh so we drove in wednesday spent a day at the week day at the beach rest of the day at the beach just say wednesday i did not actually eat like an asshole the entire time so i'm kind of proud of myself for that did not do a whole lot of drinking necessarily but just mostly relaxed got up we hit the eight, their 815 class Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, did, you know, worked out like I normally would. Well, they did do a one rep max deadlift on Thursday because they're uh, apparently Mayhem was starting a new uh, cycle. Gotcha. And what they were testing or whatnot. So I was like, no, nah, I think I'm going to be all right. <laughs> uh, I just picked up some weight just to have something to, to do while they were doing their stuff. But anyway, um, yeah, got, got a couple workouts in, drove home yesterday, uh, and then kind of relaxed a little bit the rest of the time yesterday, just a, a three-and-a-half hour straight from Alabama back to my house. And, uh, yeah, no, I think I'll be all right. I mean, I was telling Jamie, as a matter of fact, earlier, talking about her like and uh, my buddy Jeremy, I probably should have timed this out a little bit better as far as the vacation stuff is concerned. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm just I'm approaching it like the open at this point. It's going to be one and done. Uh, go in with a good strategy, hold on as long as I can and submit and then see where I land. So Shay, we have Corey Leonard on the phone um, from the chat. Um, he <laughs> is, uh, he is telling, talking to us about master's fitness championship uh, qualifiers that are going on this week. When is the deadline for one and two? Uh, one and two, I want to say it's Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday night at eight o'clock, something like that. So I'm gonna get one done today, two done tomorrow. I'm gonna take uh, Wednesday. I'm coaching Wednesday, open on Wednesday morning, closing Wednesday night. Um, so I probably won't do anything Wednesday, and then I'll either do three and four, like maybe Friday, and then do three Friday, and then maybe four Saturday or something along those lines, uh, just to kind of get them in. Uh, and, and when is that deadline? That one is, is it the 19th? I want to say something along those. I, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, Scott. I, I'd tell you if I did. Uh, no, no. I don't remember. Totally get it. But you you just got off the road, man. I get it. <laughs> I did, brother. I did. No, we, uh, I know the first two are due, I want to say about Wednesday at like 8, 8 central or something like that. Um, but I'll have plenty of time. Like I said, one and done. If I make it, great. Um, if not, at least I say I, you know, I can say I gave it a shot. And and who? What programming are you following? Are you doing your own? Or are you following a, a Comp pro Train? 
comp train, old school. Look, my my uh, all box owner uh, slash head coach. We've been following comp train at our gym since I don't even know how long. It's, it's been quite some time. I know that for a fact. Um, seven eight years, something along those lines. So when I started over there, I mean, obviously just doing classwork and whatnot. But when I want started looking into doing more stuff, uh, my training partner slash coach slash best friend uh he's following the extra programming from comp training and it just makes sense um there's yeah, no sense you don't me. have to like you don't have to sub out things because you did that yesterday or whatever correct correct like i can I, we can do the extra work that comp training has programmed and then jump into a class and do the wad that they have programmed for for that day or you know, if the lifting piece is similar to what we'd be doing for the individual track, then we'll just go to class, do that, and then maybe do the extra work after the afterwards and whatnot. And it's funny because, you know, people love the shit on comp train. Um, and it, it I, I chuckle every single time because it was five, it's been five years in May that I started uh, CrossFit, period. In my since I started following the extra programming, my open rank and especially you know in my master's division has gone up almost exponentially um, every every single year, going just an upward trajectory. So like, yep, you can shit it all you want. Pick, so, pick your pick your poison, pick your so, flavor. So hear my hear me out, right? Yeah, I think I think comp train is awesome. Be if you are trying to become competitive in in the space, right? And if that's your, your main goal, if you're doing, if you're going to do an hour class and you just want to have fun with it and become fit, it becomes a little tedious. It can, it can. So and uh, I will say you, that my gym did it for like probably two years and I was so damn sick of dumbbells. Like I was ready to chuck them out the door. Like, let me grab a barbell once, man. Come on. Point. That's a fair point. Um, I will say this: um, since I've started over there, I did note I have noticed there's been a subtle shift in, the, especially the past year and a half, two years or so, where it's turning more. We don't pick up a dumbbell every week. We don't pick up a kettlebell every week. Um, uh, you know, and but sometimes you see a couple weeks go by and you're like, man, we haven't done a muscle up in like you know, three weeks or, or something along those lines. Now we might see it in the on the individual stuff where there's just have like some gymnastics conditioning program that we have to do. Uh, I say we have to do like over there pointing, pointing a stick at us. Um, but uh, the class programming, especially here, I want to say the last six or seven months has been a lot more fun and a lot more, I would say class friendly where we're not doing like percentage work necessarily on back squats or front squats or like that or something along those lines. From a coach's perspective, they're giving us a lot of one rep max, three rep max, five rep max type stuff where your athletes are lifting and they're getting stronger, but they think that we're just doing testing over and over again. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying like, my shitting on palm train is just because that's what I was forced to do for two years. You know what I mean? And, and I think, I think it was an overall climate shift in CrossFit that, um, uh, where people were thinking that they were going to make the games and it was over and over and over again. 
Um, and the, uh, the truth of the matter is there is a tip of the spear that make the CrossFit games. Um, there is a larger tip of the spear that can compete in things like MFC and legends and stuff like that for the mainstream athlete like me. Um, it is, it is, we are there to get fit. And I think that a lot of gyms like dove into these competition templates and it just wasn't healthy for the overall class atmosphere. Also on coaching as well. Um, you know, because so just to, to appease the um chat, uh Seema Pussy, uh why don't you she said, Why don't you like it, Scott? And that's what we're talking about now. Um so that's that's pretty much why I I was shitting on CompTrain. And it was more like they just were the name for everything that all the gyms that were diving into these competition templates. Yeah, I mean, 16, you know, 15, 16, you got Catherine winning back-to-back. She's comptrained. Ben's face is everywhere. Uh, you know, all these other athletes. I mean, for a while, Matt was there. I mean, you had all these athletes, and that's all you saw all over the place. And then once everything else started to kind of, you know, went uh What's his name? When Rich's stuff got started getting popular and all these other training camps started pop, uh, popping up, then, you know, all of a sudden, oh, country's fucking stupid. But, and I'm talking about from a games perspective, not just from a, a training, uh, you know, a daily, a daily type thing. It was very easy for people to say stuff like that because all the, all the stuff is nice and new and shiny and oh man look at this you know and i got the, all these athletes going over here now well yeah everybody wants to try something different from time to time all i know is comp training because that's all we've ever done so when i dropped into this place these three days and we did some mayhem stuff i enjoyed the shit out of it it was fun i had three days of fun but i also had three days of fun last week or week before last at my own gym so i think a lot of it is what you make it and what you get out of it does that make sense I am hot, Nate. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I think that's an excellent point, right? When, when I first started CrossFit, it was 2011. My head coach owner of our gym would show up. There was nothing on the whiteboard and literally he would make up the workout while we stood there. Right. So it was, it was new, different, crazy all the time. Um, and I loved it. I, one, I didn't fret over what was coming on. I was, um, I showed up not knowing what was going to be there. And now I'm spoiled again because I, as people have said, um, I do go to Christy Ermo's gym and um, their programming is freaking phenomenal. It is, it is, they test it themselves. They modify it based on what they see in their testing. Um, Because when Christy was competing, they, they would do it two weeks ahead of us. And then it would show up in our programming like two weeks later. Uh, and so it is, it is a lot of interval training, which is, which I love. Um, and cause anytime this guy gets to rest at least for 15 seconds before going on to the next round, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, yeah. so, so yeah. That's what they did. They did intervals, uh, Rowing and power cleans on Saturday, one to one with a partner. So you went through. It was 
15, 12, 9 calories, and then four, three, two power cleans. So 15 cows, four cleans, 12, three, nine, two. And then your partner went. Uh, so you go, I go like that. And it was me and my son. And dude, we had an absolute blast. It was fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We used to do, so my gym when I first started was so small, we had to do partner workouts a lot because uh, there just was no space. Um, and then we outgrew that. And the gym that I used to be at, they're on their fourth facility. That's how much they've grown. So um, when I when I say that I'm shitting on their programming and all that stuff, they're very successful. It just, it just wasn't for me at one point. That comp train stuff just got boring for me and I wanted something new and exciting. That's all. What was the, the Greg Glassman quote? It's a CrossFit for anybody. It's just not for everybody or it's for everybody, but not for anybody. Something along those lines. Yeah, something like I that. that. I think that falls into the same, you know, the same category as programming does. You know, some people, they pick up something like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And they never even want to try anything else. And then once you and then some people are like, this is stupid. You know, whatever we're doing. But, oh, man, look at this stuff over here. And. I really, it's, it's, it all comes down to personal preference as far as I'm concerned. And um, if it works for you and if you're feeling like if you, if you're enjoying it it and it works, you know, you're getting better, that 1% better every day, then go for it. Like I am not one to shit on any, what anybody else is doing. If it's working for them, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Like God bless you. So Heather Benning is putting my master's degree to work here. Um, If programming (laughs) is headed logically sound and safe, uh, then it, it then is likely value in it. The question then becomes for whom is there value in that specific training? Good coaches will modify programming to meet the training goals of the affiliate gym. It also is on the gym owners, coaches to explain their methodology, philosophy, and mode of delivery. I could not agree more. Yep. 100%. 100%. If you're, if you're coaching and you're not doing your homework before you get up there and, and, and in front of a class, then you, you're a shitty coach. Right. I mean, I, I, I can't, I, and it's the same thing for if you're, if you're doing the programming, even if you're taking somebody's programming, if you're taking proven comp train, mayhem, whatever, and you're just putting it in there and you're not actually looking at it and looking at your affiliate and going, okay, we can do this. My athletes can handle this, whatever, or, putting it in there and going, okay, this is not going to work for 99% of the people there. Let's go ahead and modify it. Even if it's something as simple as well, we don't have a bunch of erg bikes, we have echo bikes. This thing calls for bike erg. So let me go ahead and modify this for the ergs for the, or, you know, for the echoes instead of the ergs or something along those lines. And you're wasting everybody's fucking time. Yeah. And Manny Spiegel says, Heather is too bright for a CrossFit podcast. Uh, that that is probably as true as it gets. Uh, Nick Nick jumps in with, uh, I've been pleasantly surprised with Proven's through my affiliate fun workouts, constantly building on strength. Yeah, Heather jumps in uh, to to re to have a, a build on what you said. Agreed. Even when even what those camps are programming as scaled, you might have to ship shift to match what is scaled for your clientele membership. Yeah. It's, it's just like the L one, right? You go get the L one 
it doesn't mean you're ready to go coach a class, right? It's on the affiliate owner's responsibility to then take that knowledge you've garnered from the L1 and then train you on how to deliver all of that and the message and all of that at your affiliate in the way that they see fit for their clientele. So like I go to this dude's class on Thursday and whenever he was, he's going through stuff, you know, explaining what we we're doing, deadlifting and whatnot. And um, I told my son, I was like, that sounds familiar because all the stuff he was saying was the same kind of stuff that we say at our gym, you know, four and a half, four hours from there. Right. Um, and I was like, awesome. I feel like I'm in a good place whenever they're coaching stuff the same way that I would coach stuff. So like that gave me, you know, cause you, I've heard horror stories, people dropping in to places, you know, from being out of town or just stepping into a new gym in there. The coach is just like, Hey, this is what we're doing. 10 so, seconds. I, well, I think this is kind of a horror story in my opinion. Seema pussy says, if I ask the thought process behind why a workout was on the board, my coach would kick me out. At that point, you might need to find a new gym. Yeah, I don't think you need to get. I don't think you need to get kicked out. I think you need to kick yourself out at that point. If I got up in front of my, if my, so uh, my head coach just graduated from uh, War College. He is now a colonel. Um, they are on finishing up their vacation. They'll be back. He's been going for a year. If he happened to walk through the the main area and heard me coaching and not actually explaining like what was going on and what we were fixing to do. Um, I, I, we'd have, a, we'd, we'd have to have a conversation after that and it wouldn't be one I would enjoy. Um, yeah. I don't understand the point. Like why you wasting everybody's time? You're just getting up there and be like, all right, we're doing Fran. Y'all ready? Like, why are we doing Fran? You don't need to know yeah. that. Just right. go uh, hurt. <laughs> you're on a need to know basis and you don't need to know. Yeah. That's just silly. Yeah, that's yeah, that's just dumb. Yeah. And and but I don't I don't know. Maybe Seam is in a place where she doesn't have a lot of choice. I mean, I mean, I am lucky. I'm and, lucky. Yeah, I'm definitely from the south, one hundred percent. To do, Corey is definitely from the south. Yeah, I spent four years in Tallahassee, Florida. Everybody was fixing to do something, and then it usually took about six months to get that done. Oh, six months to do whatever it is on that list. I'm really done. Just relax. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a huge adjustment for this northerner when I moved south. I'll pop that one up. Whoa, there's a lot coming in now. Uh, our affiliate used used to use Misfits programming, but it wasn't as fun for the average gym goer. It was very heavily skewed toward competitors. Low strength training and wads were always short. Well, I'm, I'm not a hater of short wads. I'm not either. Like, you know, again, that's the only thing I know, but we have been doing a whole lot of mixed stuff. So we've had some short stuff here lately. We've had some interval things. Um, and we've had some some longer pieces. Like uh, I told somebody the other day, we've been doing a, at least one hero workout a week for the past month and a half now. 
some along those lines. They've been programming. Now it's not been. It's it's been most of the stuff you probably recognize. It's, I feel like there's some probably fairly obscure hero wads. Um, but like we did Severin, or they did Severin rather this past Saturday. Um, we just did a running version of Nate a couple of weeks ago. That was super fun. Um, obviously Murph uh, and just a whole bunch of other things that just keep coming up that are not just the you know I feel like some hero laws they, they they put them together just to beat people down. But the stuff we they've been programming has seemed to be more stuff that's actually a a decent workout, not just a complete beat down. Yeah. So, well, Corey, I want to thank you so much for calling in, man. You're, oh, yeah, well, you're the new co-host of the roundtable apparently this week. Um, but that was a great discussion about programming. I think that was, that was a fun discussion and uh, I appreciate uh, you for jumping in and doing that. Um, okay. gonna, I'm just going to hit a couple of the comments and then we'll get out of here for today. Uh, Jody Lynn, my coach has always explained meaning behind the wad, even if it's a three minute wad. Um, Seema actually says, I'm a cherry picker. I wasn't fit enough for anything he programmed to really matter. Um, and then she said, I'm a box hopper right now, um, though, so I'm not a, a good example. Yeah, it's okay to be a box hopper. Um, just know you're not, you're probably not getting that straight through fitness improvement that you want to get with like a consistent thought process for like a six week period. Mechanics, consistency, and intensity. I wonder where I've heard that. I don't know. It sounds like part of my L1. <laughs> the good old MCI. Not yeah. just an old phone company. Yeah. Hey, we're showing our age right there, Scott. Yeah. So with that, guys, uh, Corey, thanks a million, man, uh, for jumping in. This was a fun conversation. Good luck on those. Uh, MFC workouts and Hey, Jamie and I are jumping on Thursday night at eight. Uh, if you want to jump in and share how yours went, we can, we can go in a little deeper. All right. With that, everybody, thank you so much for jumping on. This has been a blast. We will see everybody next time on the Clydesdale media Roundtable. C4 energy extend and sell are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.